0: Hey, welcome everyone uh, to the Gig App Podcast by Para. That is its new name. We have the audio podcast that drops on Friday mornings as well. Um, I want to first thank my co-host David Picarel um, from Para, uh, and uh, don't be afraid to hit that like and subscribe, you guys. And then I also want to welcome our guest this week, who I'm very excited to talk to you, dashing trader and uh, hey, trader. Hey, Roman. hey,
1: hey! Thanks for having me. First and foremost. Yeah, thank you guys for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here, and we're gonna have a very interesting conversation today.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, so, I don't know if we'll—I don't know if I'll call him Trader or FDA. FDA doesn't stand for Food and Drug Administration; it stands for Fastest Dasher Alive. Just in case you guys are confused, <laughs> but that is his uh, his um, other title here. So. If you guys My have episode. questions along the way, please uh, put them in the comments and um, and uh, we'll see where we go from here. But Trader, um, I definitely want to get into the t- your timeline specifically with DoorDash. But first and foremost, how is the family? How's G- Gigi, who I just saw before we went live? So I actually kind of know. But
1: yeah, thank you for asking. Um, family's doing great. Um, Gigi's in school. She's excelling. She's Overachieving, she's doing the best possible, and her recovery is number one in my my top priority at this moment. And uh, I just want to say thank you to God and thank you to all the family and support that we had, not only locally but here on YouTube. Because a lot of people reached out, and it was a uh, it was it, it it was it was really great to know that we got an extended family more so than we thought before in that in that time. And uh, shout out to everybody who we got in the chat already too. I want to make sure we show you guys some love. Oh and yeah, yeah, shit. we will
0: along the way, you guys. I see Warcry in there. I see Old Shoe. Um, so you guys say hello if you're in here. Um, but um, yeah, I guess let's let's start when you started. Yeah, a lot DoorDash. To talk about. Um, when you started DoorDash and when you started the YouTube channel. When when did you start dashing? Because we're gonna try and stay to DoorDash specifically
1: yeah. for a bit. So my DoorDash journey, (laughs) it started in January of 2022.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. I thought it was 2021 last at one point, but maybe not. Okay. Did you? Was the YouTube pretty much right behind it?
1: Yep, absolutely. My um, my YouTube and my DoorDash journey pretty much started at the same time, but the content creation and the consistent content creation came at a much later date.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's what I, that's what I wanted to move into because I know what I know, what the purpose of what you were doing for a while with the channel was, um, of taking the no tip orders and that timeline, that part of your life. Um, you know, I, I know that it was was a great time. It also, but it was a time that I, I, I feel like I understood what you were doing because as all the dashers who can feel exactly what know that feeling, but don't have coworkers that that's one way of looking at it. And how I looked at it often was that, look, you know, there's people watching this going, I can totally feel what he's feeling. My only concern ever was the copycat type stuff. But, but I mean, what you were doing was just to prove a point. Look how many of these there are out there and look at how all the people, I mean, I can't tell you how many of your videos I watched were, the people act shocked. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't tip. Kind of like giving you the, even if it was that just that look. Yeah. You know, I was like, really? Seriously? Like yeah. you know and, you, um, you know you didn't tip.
1: Come on. Yeah, no, a picture, picture sometimes tells a thousand words, right? And a moving video, even a small clip can tell even more. And mm-hmm. what I what I come to learn in that situation was that <laughs> a lot of the shock that we would see on camera that we would you know people be taken aback oh i can't believe that's not a tip they're actually not shocked about the tip or it not being on there they're more shocked about that gopro hero 11 strapped to my head and me asking them questions
0: right i mean there were some people i remember the i remember one specifically there was the guy who his girlfriend had ordered and it might i think it was snowing out too and he came down in his sweatpants he looked pretty angry that that yeah. was one of the ones who seemed pretty angry yeah
1: <laughs> i think i titled that one DoorDash driver gets beat up <laughs> that yeah pretty I mean, spicy one on that one
0: yeah um so i mean i guess my point is i wouldn't recommend what trader did to anybody but i understand why you did it and in that time and place i i i get it yeah. and i i think uh i think a lot of people get it um But okay, let's
1: let's go to the real quick before we get off of that specific topic in that time period, Mm -hmm. you know, and more so than now, I think now. So we in a situation where there is an abundance of information, especially when it comes to what we can find on YouTube. in as it pertains to new dashers. And even though there will always be a steady flow of new dashers coming to the platform in that particular time, back in January, February, March, even through the summer of 2022, I felt that it was the time where we needed to really show that these are the orders that are giving us the most problems. And in that period of time, like I said, we didn't have the overabundance of information. So now it's it's a lot of different places these new dashers can go and find that information to understand no tip, no trip. Yeah. But, you know, like you just said, I would agree. It's not something I would recommend doing. And that's leads into my next point. That's why I didn't continue to do that, because as we see now, as we have seen and as we will continue to see, you know, there's a major safety concern when it comes to those types of actions and behaviors, even if they're done in the educational form or if they're done in a prank form. Yeah. And um, it's sad to say, but um, that, that might lead us into our next talking point.
0: Well, actually, yeah, we could jump there and then we'll jump back because I want to show you guys. um, So if you haven't seen this yet,
1: I think um, we should have a look at it
0: um yeah i think that you know i'm gonna forewarn you it's it's like no joke but um uh, uh and steve this, you know this, i love you but we yeah. gotta
1: show some chat the appreciation they need look we got eric we got oh, ray yeah, yeah. scramble who is that oh, Ivan, yeah. I, Ivan Oscar, I remember that name Warcry, my boy hannibal hey always good to see you ddis hey i got your number i'm gonna send you a text soon I appreciate everybody stopping by. Jo- Who is that? Royal warrior wick? Okay. Jo- uh,
0: is it Johan Lopez, Richard Palmer, Scrabble, uh, Warcry, Old Shoe, all you guys. Thank you for coming. Um, and we will get to the chat here, too. Um, that's for sure. But I'm going to show you this because this is a really... I don't even want to mention anything till after we watch it because it's its a really odd story. Um, and the the way... <laughs> Well, we'll watch it and then I'll, we'll ask about it. Let me get this started here. Hold on one second, it's making, I thought I paused this, but it's making an ad go. Alright guys, so a little preface here. This ad's only a couple seconds long, and then I'm gonna put it on. But a little preface here is that uh yeah, just watch real carefully to how quickly this escalates, and then we'll talk and then we'll talk about it a bit.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> To share that tab.
2: Steve's doing his damn to make sure not everyone here has to watch an, a YouTube ad,
1: I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Nothing wrong with that. I see we got all the family members up in the chat. Thank hey, thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate it.
3: Moment YouTube prankster Tanner Cook. First approach, yeah, Alan just- Coley, and the moment Coley shot cook in the stomach serious charges last week a jury siding with his argument of self-defense and now for the first time we're seeing the right now we're getting a look at newly unsealed video in the case of a northern virginia DoorDash driver who shot a prank youtuber at Dulles town center so the man who opened fire was acquitted on the most serious charges last week a jury siding with his argument of self-defense and now for the first time we're seeing the brief encounter that led up to those shots being fired at the mall just 20 seconds, 20 seconds from the moment YouTube prankster Tanner Cook first approached Alan Coley and the moment Coley shot Cook in the stomach. This was the key piece of evidence in the case that jurors considered when acquitting Coley of the most serious charges of malicious wounding. The full five minute video shows Tanner Cook scoping out victims of his prank, playing odd and explicit messages on his phone. He then approaches Alan Coley, who was picking up a food delivery for his job at DoorDash. Coley tells Cook to stop several times and threatens to call police, then a huge escalation. And in just 20 seconds, he pulls a handgun out of his pocket and shoots Cook in the stomach. Cook, who has since recovered, reacting to our Matthew Torres about the not guilty verdicts last Thursday. How disappointed are you about this? I really don't care. I
0: mean, it is what it is. It's God's plan at the end of the day. So
2: You know, we respect what the jury says, um, and my family and I are just grateful and thankful that I have my son here and nothing else matters right now. That was the first time i seen the video. Um, No mom wants to see their son be shot by a complete stranger in an occupied place. It was very shocking and um, very heart wrenching.
3: Tanner Cook also telling WUSA 9 this incident won't stop him from making more YouTube videos. Opinion about his content on YouTube. Do you agree with that?
0: I support Tanner in whatever he decides
2: to do, and I'm going to continue supporting him.
3: Now the jury did find Coley guilty of a charge related to firing the gun in the mall, but that particular verdict was set aside and is going to be reevaluated since he was acquitted on the other charges.
0: Okay. So what what just happened? <laughs> that was that was horrible. I mean, in a mall, first of all, like I, I get that the guy was like overly aggressive with his phone. You know, like, you don't pu- you don't push your phone into somebody's face. I mean, he was doing things that might It wouldn't have shocked me if the guy hit him, <laughs> you know? But to pull a gun on him and not only pull it and shoot it, though, in the mall, I, I'm, like, literally stunned. Because I know some people carry weapons, mo- mostly rideshare drivers. Maybe more delivery drivers are than I think do these days. I don't know. Um, I know delivery drivers now... But some of this is the fact that you're in your car a lot and driving too many hours. But delivery drivers now ranked into the top 10 um, most dangerous uh, things to do in the United States. Um, I never thought food delivery was going to be one of the top 10 most dangerous jobs. You know, I would think Secret Service. One of of the
1: top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: Part of it's auto accidents, though. It's not just this kind of stuff. I I, I can understand. People too many hours. Yeah, you no, know, whatever, getting hurt, getting killed. Um, but I don't know what is that. I, I mean, literally, like, where did, first of all, where did this go wrong? Why is this YouTuber
1: going to continue to make videos? How was he walking so quick? Um, it, it went wrong when he decided to accept the order. On DoorDash that was inside the mall. That was his first mistake. Okay, <laughs> and I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but once he said he's picking up a door, and then he brung his bag all the way in the mall. Like, nah, man. All jokes aside, though. Yeah, it's.
0: I mean, I don't know, David, and like, why is he acquitted? What are they? I mean, is it? My guess is, is they're come gonna come back with many charges on this guy.
2: Yeah, I think it's too powerful yeah. for them not to do something, but I just think there's a couple sad things, right? It's like, one, you know, why do you think it's okay to harass somebody, right? You know, go in, play the thing in their thing. I just don't think those things are that funny. I mean, I, you know, it's, the guy's just trying to do his job. Two, also just because you're stupid doesn't mean you deserve to get shot, right? So uh, I guess that's how I feel about it. But, you yeah, know, I've... people are stressed, right?
1: When, when seeing something like that, first thing that comes to mind is could could it have been avoided the gun the gunshot
0: I, I think in every way it injury. should have been avoided. i think it could have
1: <laughs> um i'm not a legal expert by any means and i'm not well versed in the laws of that particular jurisdiction by any means but i'm also not going to sit here and say that i can equivalent or estimate how much force is required when dealing with a perceived threat. And see, that's the one thing we gotta realize is the reason they didn't find him guilty is because it was the perceived threat. It doesn't matter the response and the, if it was the equivalent level of violence needed to approach or address that threat. What is basically they saying is, there was a level of threat. Either he had justification to fear for his life, or whatever the underlying circumstances may be. But would I have did that? Would I have shot a firearm in a crowded mall with kids and other people around, and bullets ricochet? And no, that's stupid. But yeah. do I do I think that that's not within that man's right to do that? It's not a smart thing to do. But he's firm for his life. It's yeah. just a bad situation all the way around. If you really think about it, he shouldn't have picked, he should have accepted a DoorDash order that's going in the mall. Okay.
0: Okay. But that then aside, he, <laughs> then he took
1: his whole delivery bag all the way. Did you see how he was holding the food? Yeah. No, nah, like it was just a bad situation. And
0: yeah, some, all most, my, all most my- people
1: who carrying guns especially into crowded areas with kids and they, they scared of everything. He, he looked like he was scared of everything. Any level of confrontation would have made him let that gun off. So it just, it, it. who even knows if he was supposed to have the gun, but that's a whole nother situation. The point is they said he not guilty for that. Now, could he be held civilly liable? Oh, absolutely. There's lots of people around mm-hmm. there that could sue for that incident happening and them being affected lots of people not just the per- people involved directly but indirectly so that's a whole another thing
2: and what's crazy to me was also watching the mom's reaction right uh, so <laughs> i was like well yeah mom.
0: that's that was that i mean there was a few things for me the youtuber saying that he wants to continue and that mean to me that meant continue doing that type of stuff you just got shot over it you know you're gonna go do it again the mom backing him kind of maybe that explains why he's that way. I don't know. Um, but here's the craziest part to me is that I did ride share for many, many years. Um, I was, I worked in a bar and was leaving the place at 4am into an alley to go home many, many times. So if somebody approached me when I was door dashing at 1am and pulled a knife on me in an alley and I have a gun, I might pull it on him. I'm still not going to shoot him right away. I'm going to try and deescalate or whatever, but I might pull it on him, but in a mall, first, I'm shocked. He brought the gun into the mall, you know, second, I'm very shocked that, I mean, I guess if you have it on, you don't want to leave it in your car and get that. But to, I mean, I would never pull it out in the mall. There's you got the mall cops, you got the, I mean, no, nobody would do anything. And the other guy didn't
1: have a weapon. In Missouri, I don't think you allowed to bring firearms inside of any sort of, strip mall shopping mall theater any anything where it's a public place mm-hmm. and it's lots of people i don't even think you allowed to bring any type of fire on my i think they literally have the sign on the door so yeah unless you law enforcement but again it's um not something i would recommend that young man continue doing and as far as the parents reaction that was just unheard of i can't believe she actually said that to the news
0: yeah i mean james ray is right however
2: <laughs> i mean i'm looking yeah. on the channel right now so i'm not giving him a play but it's you know two months ago was i got shot and his latest one is detained at the airport so it's a video of him getting arrested at the airport so i guess well you know that was a fast recovery from being shot i mean that's that's what i was saying, saying too like, like
0: as he's walking out and they're interviewing him he's just like yeah i'm gonna just keep doing it like you didn't even you learned nothing from that <laughs> i mean absolutely and i guess not and I guess you know. But here's the. I mean, the weirdest thing is here we are talking about the YouTuber, and we're not even talking that. Much. I mean, we're more focused on his mom and her and him and why is he going to continue? When really this DoorDasher still did that.
1: Yeah, he was tweaking.
0: I mean, look, I'm not the person who goes and shoves a camera in your face and says, "Ha, I'm on YouTube. You're on it now too, DoorDasher." Ha ha. But if I was, I wouldn't expect to ever get shot in a mall.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't either.
0: And I mean that's that to me. This is like if if you the first time I saw it, I was like, what? This is I mean, it just happened too quickly. It, it
1: seemed like something a two AM alley situation. Is this YouTube a minor?
0: Uh I don't think so. Are they
1: are they a minor like under the age of eighteen, or are they just like a young content creator?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean uh, either the, way, everybody still was young, everybody involved
1: was young. So I, I mean I've I just Eric, I couldn't even imagine Eric Eric Ohio. I couldn't imagine just approaching somebody with that level of confrontation in their personal space you don't know them all for a mm-hmm. prank it seems pretty dangerous to me yeah Eric in Ohio's been on fire here <laughs> <laughs> and I, and real you, quick I want to say Ivanka hopefully I'm pronouncing it yeah, right that e- is Ivanka. that is
0: that is the right way to say it
1: I apologize yeah
0: no no i said i was saying it the wrong the wrong way too and she corrected me one time <laughs> so even, up, As- even Aska, even Aska, <laughs> she kind of phonetically spelled it out in chat one time so <laughs> got
1: gotcha. you um but
0: okay going back to doordash um for a second here uh when you started in 2022 you yes. know where the, where the pay was that there was just a top dasher level at, what, 70%? And now there's like two tiers and diamond and double top dasher and this and that and the other. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like, and it's the crazy. earnings, too, and the volume, which we learned in an article, if we do have time, we can touch on, but that came out uh, yesterday about uh, between three platforms. DoorDash is one of them, Takeaway was one and something else it said 15 billion dollars have been lost
1: um, yeah i saw that
0: yeah and i mean that's that's this year to date for the investors i mean just between yep. the three platforms so, i mean
1: i'm waiting on the dip too As soon as the dip happened i'm right up in there
0: yeah i mean the vo- the volume of orders is down the pay is way down i don't know any if, you, if you're not multi-apping i don't know how you're doing it if you're just doing doordash but kudos to you if you're able to the
1: it gotta be okay a combination of um, large order program you don't Mm -hmm. have um dash or tier rewards new pot you don't have that you have lop and maybe you in a nice size market some would call it a metro area and then it might be sustainable and especially if you know your area really really good and that may be a really really small percentage of the active dashes that we have out there right now cuz the most the, the the most prevalent thing that i see is brand new dashers and dashers who have been around for a long time and who have made it work
0: mhm yeah i don't even i don't even know the i mean if you were not to multi-app and you were just to dash i mean can you even do anywhere near what you could in 2022
1: oh absolutely not 2022 it was possible for me mm-hmm.
0: 2023
1: absolutely not yeah no
0: absolutely matter the status not. right Top no end, matter doesn't matter yeah
1: it maybe if i had to larger the program but see that that one particular program is so powerful and i know this from you know from experience it's so powerful that it's a game changer with that you can make it happen but with nothing else
0: yeah when and, it comes
1: to uh, just
0: DoorDash, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, one hundred
1: percent. And I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah, can. I
0: mean, no, that's and, and we were talking before we came on here. I did a thing with we were talking about how Geezer, Geezer, and I were talking about just the horrible orders of last miles courier services the other night, mm-hmm. and, and
1: and DoorDash even saying but it so they advertise as a. Part-time gig and something to do on the side. They advertising themselves as that now. They doing everything in their power to make Dashers less reliant on the earnings from for, from DoorDash. They wanna, mm-hmm. they wanna make it as part-time as possible. Now I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's that's their business play to maximize and make the most they can.
0: Yeah, I, making, I think I think that mentioned. is I think one thing that's we won't go legislation route tonight, but I think one thing that hurts them majorly is the churn rate has slowed. Like the onboarding of DoorDashers isn't as much. And the only reason it's not being felt right now is because the volume is down. If the mm-hmm. volume of orders was still as high, they don't have as many people onboarding. And as they see that wheel slow, they better start taking care of the people who actually do work the platform. Because if that yeah. wheels, if that wheel of onboarding and oversaturation stops, they're screwed. Their whole model goes out the window.
1: Yeah. And uh, I do see them doing things to take care of their dashes, though, because not everything they do is bad. Just no, recently it's... they did uh, what? Ten thousand dollar bonus for dashes who had. Yeah. Uh, it was like, x amount of
0: deliveries. Yeah. And twenty thousand and up was a thousand. Twenty five thousand and up was like three thousand and thirty thousand mm-hmm. was like five thousand
1: so hey I know more than a few dashes that woke up with a couple thousand in their bank account so that's a good thing and that does pay that um that seniority off a little bit you know hey here's a little something it's not in the grand scheme if you've been doing DoorDash since 20 since the beginning that's not a lot in the grand scheme but that's something though Mm -hmm. and that's something that can make a big difference I'm pretty sure it did hey
2: waking up waking up an extra $3,000 never
1: hurts right? I know that's
0: right. Yeah, but OK, so David, David and I have been through the ringer with DoorDash. Um, I mean, yeah. if for those that don't know, um, if you never used the pair app when Tip Transparency was around, um, it's not really something we chase anymore or are trying to do. And we're moving in a lot of different directions. But um, during that time, there was two different periods um, when that Tip Transparency was working where they actually came after it Um para with cease and desist orders and it was very real um they got very mad but you you could follow it it was weird like until it was what crossed over 200,000 active para users they didn't care like when it was 10 or 5 at that time they just kind of left it alone because they definitely knew we were nothing was being hidden about we were trying to advertise para and make sure everybody was using it so they knew but they waited till it was like 200,000. And then they're like, okay, now we're going to, let's get legal. And I don't know, David. I mean, like at this point, I am like losing my mind every time they add something new to DoorDash. Because I'm like, why are there two top Dasher levels? Why is there Diamond? Why is there this? Why Why don't they just be transparent? We've said it all along. Um, I know they, they have extra people to hide the code. And black box everything and move it around all the time so that nothing can be found.
1: Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense for them financially. To make Steve happy. Yeah, no, It doesn't. nothing, Mm-mm. nothing, that, nothing that is in the category of happiness for Steve and David is going to do anything to increase their profits. Or, de- yeah. or decrease their bottom line costs. So they look at it. As advert adver, adversarial, right? It's going. It's it's something that's going to end up negatively impacting them. So they say we got to stamp it out, and that's a business decision because for them, okay, let's take New York, right? They give they get tip transparency, right? In certain parts, they get full tip transparency, right, on the DoorDash app.
2: for a while now, right?
0: They they. I wish I. Hannibal, if you're still here, please let me know. Or somebody if you're in New York, somebody let in the it. chat, let because me know. Because I, from it, my understanding, you're right. it was that. no, it was a thing. It was a thing, but like most things that happen in New York City go away. Most legislation that I mean, like we saw for the rideshare drivers in um what was it, 2019 or whatever. They did a minute. they did what they did with the food space, and we'll move into that here, but um, they did twenty-seven eighty-six an hour for rideshare drivers, and that was considered expenses and what you should make. I know drivers who were doing rideshare in New York City, making fifty plus every hour they worked, but they worked weekends, midnight right. shifts. They worked all the the shifts nobody wants. So all of a sudden, these fifty to sixty dollar an hour earners. We're making 35 to 40 at best because they that's, had to, That's a big difference because they had to bring up the people who weren't earning that 2786. Cause if you think that Uber and Lyft or DoorDash or any of these companies for one second pays that amount, you're crazy. Right. They're not making up for the people who are under the bottom.
1: They're just taking it from the top earners. Yeah. And that ain't right. But the thing is when it all boils down to it, it's just like you just said, if you're making money, using the apps, you're making it off of tips, not off base pay. Right. Right. So we're in a situation where the company is doing everything it can to be profitable. We want information, but information costs money. Information is the, is the deal breaker that means they make money or make more money. So they got to keep the, the gap between the most informed and the newest driver. The new driver and all the information, they got to keep them as far as part as possible. And that means no transparency. Because if the new driver got all the transparency, they don't know they ain't got to take every single order. They don't know what a right. big order is. I, oh my goodness! I saw a comment today in my comment section. I'm glad I watch your videos because it's, it, until watching your channel, I didn't know I didn't have to take every order. <laughs> it's yeah. The decline button on the screen, but they, but they need, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they need they need well, to be
1: told, right? It's this, but it's the that's tri- a gap it's the gap of information. Tri-
0: but it's the trickery, too, that they use. That AR rate shouldn't even exist.
1: That all falls into the how much information do you have? How much do you need to be profitable? How much do you need to be out there maximizing? And how yeah. many barriers am I going to put in your place for you to get that information until so you didn't hopped on Google and went on YouTube? And now you didn't join the whole DoorDash YouTube community. Because but this is But this is why they actively a hide the information. Why? Because it's money. It's all about but this is why there's
0: legislation coming in every state now because yeah. they just could have been transparent the problem is i was an independent contractor before uber ever started in 2008 traditional lighting lasers production staging all that kind of stuff and you can't have an acceptance rate by any definition of independent contractor so you can't they want to pay you like uh, an independent contractor, but treat you like an employee. They can't do that.
1: Well, I mean, if you agree to the TOS, they can't. Right. Don't have but to this agree. is what's,
0: I mean, had they just been transparent all along, I don't think we'd be facing legislation in every state
1: right now. Now. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And I think a lot of things you say make a, a hell of a lot of sense. Right. But at the end of the day, they make the most money with the least information that's out there as far as what the drivers can do, what they have the right to do, and what they shouldn't have to deal with. Shouldn't be no acceptance, right? It shouldn't no. be no under all the customer rating. But the thing is, if you wanna if you wanna play, you gotta sign your rights away. Yeah, or click right? box them away, yeah. Exact or click box, agree, you know, update. <laughs> hey, we got a new hey, new <laughs> what, what Uber Eats say we got a new amendment to the thing. You gotta agree to it if you want to drive. You know, we finna lower the base pay. it um, ain't right, but you gotta agree to it and cause the base pay don't matter. And it's it's it all falls back to okay, this is an opportunity. The more mm-hmm. information I have, the better these opportunities can be for me. Right. But on the flip side, what what is what can we do and also what is happening on the legislation level to affect those opportunities? Because everything that's done ain't going to just be a benefit when it comes to legislation. Some things going to hinder the company, but it's also going to end up. Oh, it's going to hurt.
0: It's going to hurt everybody. That's part of my point is like their legal bills alone, their legal team is just those are things that really hurt this company. Yeah. Or giving somebody a thousand a dollar bonus to do X amount of deliveries when onboarding and then giving it to that. another person. And look, I mean, there's times that that can help us or whatever, but we all of us can see that as a stupid business
1: move. Well, I mean, I don't know, because I, I'm not in there crunching the numbers. I don't know how much money they make or how much they dishing out on this. Or right, that. right. I'm just saying or what at I can't everybody. DoorDash is a household name. No,
0: absolutely, and that's the well, point. I mean, though people know about right? it, you don't need to be paying bonuses and well,
1: you know so. it might be them, a way of making, making them, it up if, to Dashers. If they want you know. them ten-year <laughs> dashes to stick around, hey, maybe they might have to do that and yeah. to and to have a a little a little bit of positive public PR. Right,
0: mm-hmm.
1: always look good when you're giving back to the to the people to the bottom line. So that's that's a good look. That that news coverage alone may have just paid for the those bonuses they dished out.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's smart, and I think it really is. Goes back to like you know, at the end of the day, DoorDash makes money by squeezing. It sits in the middle. You got to squeeze the restaurant, you got to squeeze the driver. do you Make money by squeezing one of the sides. So you can selectively decide one to get money, and you can be smart about it. Uh, and actually, sort of reminds me, right? I think I maybe some people watching know this. I'd worked at Uber back in like 2015 as <laughs> operations manager doing driver incentives, right? And you know what we found worked the best uh is we do almost a lottery right so we used to spend a million bucks a week in vegas on driver incentives and like on any given week it was a million bucks in incentives uh this was 2015 2016 when there's like the huge incentive war against lyft Mm. Uh, we found you know what was good was you know if everybody said hey for every hour you work you guarantee this much if you do 20 trips you get 100 bucks right we used to have those sort of guarantees but what we found worked the best was for every trip you take, you get one ticket into the lottery. At the end of the week, one person's going to win seventy-five thousand dollars, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm. At the job, I'd call somebody and give them seventy-five thousand dollars, and that person would be pretty damn happy. And We were super happy because instead of spending a million dollars a week, we were now spending seventy-five thousand mm. uh, dollars. And you know, we were running with this for a while until I think. So we decided that it just didn't seem right or fair because it just wasn't good for everyone. But, you know, I think that's to some extent what they're you're seeing here with the 35,000 trips. Someone there has very carefully calculated the amount of money they're giving out. 35,000 mm-hmm. was chosen specifically. And everything is done with a purpose there. And I think that's what people need to realize, right? Is like a lot of this might seem like it's random or they're doing things or not trying things, but a lot of it's purposeful. There's a lot of smart people there who are trying to squeeze you, basically, right? And at the end of the day, I think that's why I come back to it's like it's hard to really fight back on that. The only way to fight back on that is having other options for your time to say no, right? And I'm
1: I'm glad you said that too, because you just made me remember something. When I when I first Made it back down to Missouri from Sioux Falls. This was a uh, March when I when I landed down here. Turned the Dasher app on. We had a nine hundred dollar referral for every Dasher you refer. Yes. it yes. went up to eighteen hundred guys. Jeez, right? Guess what it said right now, and it, what has been there for the last couple of weeks? Twenty dollars.
0: Yeah, I That's know in crazy. some places it just goes away. Like there's right? not even and, and, and like of. you
1: say, sometimes some places just go away altogether. Yeah. They will do whatever they need to, to find that money to make those bonuses happen, make it to where they're not losing money on that month, and they're gonna do news coverage on it to get positive publicity. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a plus sign on the books at the end of the day. Yeah. There's lots of things they can do to find that bonus money. And then, like you say, it's lots of parameters they can put on who's going to get it. They thought about that number really carefully. And like you said, it's going to make a few select people happy over when you look at that number against the majority, it's going to be a few select people. But at the end of the day, it's a smart business move on their part.
0: Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't agree with their tactics. I don't agree, I don't think they have a moral compass anywhere in the building. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't think I, any of them. They got a money compass. I mean, I think all of them know where they're going in the afterlife, I think. <laughs> so, I mean, as a company, it's but not that's for the, me to decide, but right. But that's, but with, here's the thing, guys, with companies, that's just kind of, if they're, if they're able to, they're going to go as evil as they can. That's just the, that's just the way companies go. I mean, it's not good or, you know, it's not a good thing, but it's, I mean, if companies can get away with stuff, they get away with it, period, you know, um, David, I saw you pulled up that comment from Dashing Across America, and I didn't know if you, uh, cause I know this has, this hits to home. Um, so yeah, what is, what is the answer to this? No, they don't,
2: but they should, right? And not to Apple, <laughs> they should make the API available to dashes, right? I think that, uh, this goes back to the, hey, you're an independent contractor, you're running a small business, but if I'm a restaurant, DoorDash will give me access to my API and my data to bring into my iPad. But I'm a Dasher and an equivalent partner in the business. Supposedly, I can't get access to my data stream, right? So the answer is they certainly don't. I wish that they did. And it shouldn't even be to app developers. It should be to the individual Dasher. And The Dasher can do with it what they want. They should be able to send it to an app like ours. They should be able to look at their own earnings. They should be able to do that what you want, basically. But they don't. They don't.
0: It's, it's not a cheap alternative, or it's not a cheap way of doing things, but does Argyle still have access to that?
2: Does Argyle still have access to the earnings data you're asking?
0: Yeah, can they, st- can they still hit that from DoorDash?
2: Uh, they can, so it's not official though. So they do a uh, broadly similar tactic, but I think the difference is, I guess a little technical, is Argyle's able to pull it through a web app because there is a way to look at your DoorDash earnings through the, uh, the web but the way that they pull the data from the earnings won't allow you to pull live trip data basically. Right. So upstream of data.
0: But yeah, still, even in a past tense, I don't know why you wouldn't have access to that. That's your rec. I mean, if you got audited, I know you can't remember all your clients, but that might be information you need. Yeah. You know? Um, In fact, we, I can't remember who we were talking to. I think it was maybe Sergio who said that he had a friend in Portland who got audited. Pulled out all of his books for all the gig work he had been doing, and they're like, "Are you kidding?" And like the guy had, the guy had everything I have basically, and I feel like I'm very prepared for that kind of situation if it occurred. But this guy, and and this is an Oregon thing, but the the auditor looked at him like he, he was crazy. He's like, "This isn't good enough. Where are the details?" And he got fined a lot of money. <laughs> so, um, but that you know talk. Comment. What is it? If we no, can, I said
1: that's a great comment.
0: If we can figure out how to keep our AR up <laughs> with airplane mode, we can figure out how to tip transparency.
1: Hey well, Wendy, if you check the channel page and head over to the about section, scroll on down to the bottom. It'll be right there for you.
0: Okay. Um, but going back to New York City, so now there's this um there's this new law in place. It, all the articles say $18 an hour, but it's not. It's actually $17.96 or $0.50 cents a minute for the active time you spend in an hour. That is the guaranteed earning in New York City for DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub now. Mm-hmm. Um, they were denied. They're usually in court. They get this kind of stuff. They get to debate it for years kind of thing. But when this happened with Rideshare and the 27 some odd dollars, that 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 isn't a thing anymore. That doesn't really exist anymore. It's gone. My thought is that eventually this will be too. Also, New York City, $17.96. Again, I feel like they're going to pull from the people who hustle and earn and give it to the people that they say on average after expenses, we're making $5 an hour. And this is where I think, man, I've spent decades in the service industry. You know what? Not everybody works out in the service industry. It's just a thing. If you're making $5 and you live in New York city doing delivery, you need to do something else. I'm sorry to put it so bluntly, but you do.
2: What do you think about what says here? Not a fan of this minimum wage crap.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that, well, cause I'm saying the people in New York city who make 40 watch I guarantee. And I mean, this just happened, but in a few weeks, we're going to hear that they can't make more than 25 because they're going to be making up that difference. Again, it's all being done behind the DoorDash wall. So like it's just going to reallocate money from here to here to here, and it's just going to make the offers worse for the others and try and
1: balance it all out. I think it'll be interesting to keep an eye on New York in the coming weeks, especially the content creators we have coming out of New York, and really see what kind of limitations the gig apps start to put on the dashers and how they make their money and... I'm even interested to see some of these screenshots of payouts and how they start to differ from what we used to see in the past.
0: And are you going to, I mean, are you going to have, are they going to do like a prop? Am or, I going to go
1: up there and dash? No.
0: No, no. But I'm saying, are they going to have a, um, you know, you can only deny one an hour. You can I'm only, sure, you yeah, know. I mean, these are the kind of things that we don't know.
1: Yeah, it, I, I wouldn't put it but past I, them in mean, yeah, it. Yeah, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be a bad it, idea for them to do that financially. Look, I, honestly, I don't if they already... Being forced to pay a certain amount per active hour, which is basically gonna end up being $18, regardless yeah. of tips. And well, yeah, they're gonna be put in a tight spot. So they're gonna have to do something.
0: And then to that, let me put it on the other side. You're the fastest stasher alive, right? Yep. Confirmed <laughs> in the whole
1: in the whole Milky Way.
0: All right. So on the flip side of that $17.96 is 50 cents a minute while you're active time. So if you stay active the entire 60 minutes, you make 30 bucks. So in New York City, if you lived there
1: and you were dashing, wouldn't you become the slowest dasher alive? If I was in New York City and I lived there, you see, the thing is, if I lived in New York City, the whole way I dash right now wouldn't even be the same. Because I don't know if I would be a bike dasher, a scooter dasher. I don't know if I would only do rideshare. So that's a very difficult question to answer. But Mm -hmm. Living in the Midwest and looking at what's going on over in New York, the first thing that comes to my mind is, can I multi-app? And if so, or if no, can I get away with it?
0: I mean, to me, it's going to that's make what's every, in my head because it's going to make I, every
1: dasher be to the
0: minute on their deliveries because they're going to hope on the thirty an hour. Yeah, yeah. so they're going to try and stay active, and that means the food's going to be colder. There aren't going to be hustlers.
1: Yeah, you it's, if def- you're, it's if definitely going to be different.
0: Yeah, your food will never show up ten minutes earlier, eight minutes early. It's going to show up on the minute, because these people are going to milk that clock.
1: So, yeah, and I and like I said, if it was me, I'd still be trying to figure out a way how to multi-app, even with the guaranteed minimum. I'm I'm not going finna- to. Sugar coated. I'm going to be still trying to do Uber, Grubhub, and DoorDash all at the same time. Or yeah. if I'm in a vehicle and I'm doing grocery delivery, Walmart, Spark, Instagram, I'm trying to do at least two. I- so for me, it's. I think like, New York
2: is crazy. Can you imagine multi apping while driving one of those bikes where you have your hands in the middle <sighs> while it's snowing out there? Right? Man. I was just like, you know, those baby, get the- New York the- are crazy. Right? I was like,
0: there's a there's a few of them with a with YouTube channels. I'll send them to you, David, to do that. Adrian year-round.
1: McPherson, he's yeah. on that bike. He's in New yep. York. Yeah, he be yep. doing But the thing. scooter
0: guys too. I I can't think of the one scooter guys. His uh, scooter's always busted. He's always fixing it. it like, and... like,
2: uh, one of the people who works with us here, like, we should go test out the system. He's like, like, let's go rent some bikes and let's go do some deliveries. I'm like, when's the last time you've biked? I bike like twice a week. I haven't ridden a bike in like six years. I'm like, you're gonna die. Like <laughs> you're well, going and. And what, hap- that, right? <laughs>
0: you know, what happens during a snowstorm or an ice storm, you know, Canada just had a thing where they did surge pricing, which broke the law because there's a law in place because of the there was a train issue. And there's a lot of transit done by train. As soon as that train issue happened, they surged three times, knowing that they broke the law and they're going to get fined for it. So here, in New York City, there was that flooding storm uber is not allowed to surge price during emergencies in new york city they surged five times they i mean it's they know they're going to get caught i seen a couple dashers pushing their scooters through the water i said
1: oh man yeah
0: i mean and what does that say about the food too man
1: <laughs> i mean <laughs> man, i say them them you them, know that food's getting to be dry. having oh field day yeah oh. I can't even imagine how bad the rat's going to be after that water go. Oh my goodness. It's going to be horrible.
0: I guess, I guess my thing becomes, I mean, you said it trader was that they just don't care about the actual person. We're just numbers in their sequencing. You know, it's like, Oh, this guy take from this guy, give it to, and all that it, kind of stuff. It, it costs them doing. too money to care
1: about the individual.
0: Exactly. But in the, these kind of moves, in my opinion, when you set a dollar amount, you're going to lose all of your best people.
1: No, you may. I mean, you may
0: not, but I think you're going to lose a good amount of them because there will be the smart people who are like, man, if I can't make 40, I'm done.
1: Yeah. But the amount of people that they always have coming in, regardless of the different changes they may apply or the different legislative administrative changes that may happen, it's always going to be a steady stream of people who that guaranteed minimum is going to be all they ever know. And that as the backbone is going to be what's supporting them. So even if they lose their best dasher, even if the fastest dasher in the whole Milky Way confirmed by three different agencies, even if he go out there and dash, they don't need him because it's going to be others that come up right behind. And as long as they lose me, they're going to gain two more per hour. 18 bucks. All right, let's do it.
0: I guess. I mean, again,
1: yeah, for New York City, sure. For L.A., sure.
0: Those churn rates will never slow down. But, but they do have cities where that churn rate is slowing. It's we know it.
1: Yeah. That ain't flying in the Midwest. I don't think.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, there's, there's legislation coming that is based on this or this or this. And this is a rare one where they're using the dollar amount. I hate this. I think it sucks. I think it's, I think to all the hustlers out there, I don't know if Wendy made this comment because she's in New York City. Cause I don't. I mean, like where I am in Denver, and it's pretty crazy here. Mm. I can park anywhere I want, put my hazards on. I'm not recommending doing, I'm just saying I can. Yeah, and I'm pretty much the same
1: way, Steve. Like, if I find myself in a situation where I can't park, I'm pretty much pulling over wherever I can. I pop the hazards. Mm -hmm. I'm FDA. I'm trying to get back real quick. Now, I don't recommend that. I don't want anybody getting parking tickets or violations. But Mm -hmm. if you're having issues with the parking, and that's something that's going to become a real hindrance to your Dash experience is going to cost you financially. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that, Wendy. We're going to have to fix that. We're going to either have to change areas, change vehicle type, but it's not the time of year to really be doing that, but we definitely going to have to change strategy. Okay?
0: So in Birmingham, Alabama, they're writing you p- parking tickets?
1: Wow. What are you downtown? You downtown dashing?
0: But even so, like when I'm da- I live downtown Denver. I mean, but I'm-
1: it, it could be good money downtown, so I don't want to Yeah, no, you know, I'm, so, I'm saying but I'm saying I feel- stay away.
0: I'm just surprised they write the tickets because I hit my hazards on. I've even had the parking person near me, kind of thing.
1: <laughs> who was that? Somebody said, Who was that? Eric in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so
2: like, Should I put that up? Should I not put that up? Eric's been on
1: fire. Well, oh, if
0: they type it, put it up, man. A good laugh is
1: always good. I <laughs> <laughs> agree.
0: Um, but yeah, this law does it's not just DoorDash, you guys. This is Uber Eats and Grubhub too. So I don't know how they're gonna deal with like if like Trader said, if you're multi-apping, you know, right. are they just but gonna hey, total up the active hours you
1: did in a day? Are they gonna I don't know what they're gonna I, do? I, I think the best thing we can do as people who covering what's going on and dashers ourselves, we all are dashers here. We gotta stay informed and really keep keep our, keep our ear to the streets and keep our eye focused on the story so we can see yeah. what what the, what the um, landscape is looking like in the next couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. That way we can see, is this going to be something that they even have a potential to roll out nationwide? What's up, Noah? No, man, you know, I see you. <laughs> uh, or is this something that's just going to get brushed under the rug, right? Because that has happened in the past. The best thing we can do guys, and I'm talking to the chat right now, the best thing we can do is stay informed and also keep all your opportunities available to yourself. Don't limit yourself because... You don't know what any of these apps can do day to day, week to week, or what can be done to them that make them be in a hard situation where they got to make a hard choice and limit the dashers or make the requirements harder. Just we got to stay informed, and that's that's going to be our best bet.
0: And also, don't forget, you could be deactivated for something somebody else did. They make that, and it's not like that's the like, oh, that's so rare though. No, it's not, it happens all the time. All the time. I mean, there are rightful deactivations, but there's a lot of wrongful ones.
1: Most deactivations are valid. I do yeah, believe, I,
0: I, I'd believe that, too.
1: But a lot of deactivations happen because of algorithm errors. Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, inactivity, you know, a lot of things. So you got to make sure you understand that at any moment you could be deactivated. Yeah. So the best thing for you is to not Put all your eggs in one basket.
2: I think that's where I keep going to. It's like the app doesn't care about you as an individual, even if you want to feel that way. You can always get randomly deactivated. Laws are a change. In, so what can you control? Just don't be dependent on one.
1: Don't right. be dependent and know that there are folks out there who do care about drivers. That would be us here who come up, give you live streams, give you information on what's happening right now in real time. Steve Rasha Rodeo, David Wipar, Dash Dashing Trader, Pedro, Hannibal, we all get, we all, we care about drivers because we want to make sure that no matter what happens in the gig economy climate, app wise, legislation wise, you have that information so that you can be the most prepared. And that's really what it's all about. The more information you have, the better you're going to be.
0: Yeah. And make sure, you know, I mean, obviously work through the apps, you know, onboard to more apps, even if like, even if you're doing great on DoorDash, like we just said, you could be deactivated for no reason. It could start really dying off for you. Um, mm-hmm. Have other apps available? Do a mm-hmm. few on them. If if it did you know really... did you
1: pop on that point pickup? Did Steve, I? Oh yeah. Did you pop on the point pickup? I know you said it's been about six months since you turned. Was yeah, that point
0: I, point I really don't do it anymore. I have so many. App. I mean, there's more last mile courier apps than there are food, um, yeah, shopping and rideshare apps all together. There's more
1: courier apps than there are all of those together yeah absolutely look guys chat if you got some apps that you haven't used in a while you know you or, or something that you've been hesitant on trying out get a couple orders under your belt get your feet wet you know mm-hmm. try it out have something else that you can pull out of your utility belt just in the event you need to or you just want to try something different but you you are expanding your blanket of security that we do have her in the gig economy by having multiple apps. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to turn on Amazon flex next week and I'm going to get a flex order done. Not because I want to, you know, necessarily do flex all week, but I want to be able to in the, in, in the event I have a need for Amazon flex.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is, you know, we give you the best information we can on our markets, but if I say roadie sucks, I'm going to use roadie cause I think all of us think it sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> Look, maybe roadie in your market doesn't suck. Maybe. You, yeah. You won't know till you try. That's right. I mean, we're showing you things. Don't just buy that go. Well, it must suck then. I mean, on board to it. If you see what we're showing you, then it probably sucks. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, yeah. So, <laughs> I, got a copy, so. I saw an
2: interesting one recently. Have you all seen this company called Zoom, Z-U-M, but it's drive school buses. Mm-hmm. So, I did see that. 40, 50 bucks an hour, basically, in some of the different cities.
0: Mm -hmm. Interesting, especially Chicago.
2: Chicago Yeah, it was interesting. And it's like, you know, I mean, you also have to put up with kids. And I know kids can be ruthless on the bus, right? But
1: like. Yeah, uh, but if you're a bus driver, that may be something you prepare for. So, hey. Yeah. More avenues for them to get them in and hopefully be directly vetted through the, the education department and everything. But, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that's a an excellent opportunity for someone who it may fit
0: and it's like hop skip drive though too i mean look at that one you got it or like an alto rideshare there's a whole different set of standards to get into those Mm -hmm. you know i mean like hop skip drive would you want to make that little (laughs) extra money to be driving kids around i wouldn't i'd rather hustle on other apps yeah i don't want that danger of of taking up kids i don't know um yeah, that's true, Josh.
2: Steve, Steve, Roadie or Instacart? Roadie or Instacart?
0: It's Rody now. It's Rody And and Instacart Rody. pays $4 an order now. So they even cut it in <laughs> half, and I still say it's Roadie. Instacart paid $7.42 <laughs> <laughs> for 39 items at Snooks. And Instacart, by the way, is losing on the market, too, guys. I mean, like this public offering is going horribly for them.
1: Well, they need to raise some money, so that's not got
0: to do but David, um is there by the dip. hey by the dip is there any para work para pass update on maybe Chicago that we can give we should plug a little something into today
2: today I mean I think that's why bring out some of these other ones like we are about to launch sort of a skip the line with skip cards and a skip cart's launching a couple of new locations here. Uh, you know, 7-Eleven, it depends on the market. I've seen some of their trips. Some are rough. So you got to try them. Some of them are pretty good. So it really depends on the market there. But we have one coming up with Skip Cart. We've been doing Fuda in Chicago, which has been doing well.
0: I mean, even GoPuff. I was on the GoPuff wait list for like a year. And then David and Dave Parapass in my market lets you skip the line. So yeah. like when we were testing it, I was one of the first. I actually was onboarded to to it in a day after being mm-hmm. on a wait list for a year. Mm. I might so, have to try
1: that because I'm on the wait list for currently from a golf pub. Yeah, yeah. And, the, okay. and the hope is that hope more and
0: more opportunities will come that let you skip the line. Yeah, we so can have you skip
2: them but In Chicago, we also have a company called Kite there, which is sort of like, it's a weird one, but it's sort of like, if you have a scooter, it's good as delivering cars to people's houses like... Hertz or Avis. Like if you're too lazy to go pick up the car, they'll, you know, you can help drive the car to their house. And that seems to be paying well. And the tip is good there. Uh, But we have sort of just a bunch more of these other ones coming. So sort of like kite deliver cars. drop Imagine
1: delivering vehicles all day from the rental car place. Yeah. You just got a little fold up scooter. You just pop it out after every delivery, just ride it back. That is awesome. Just the amount of opportunities that exist and that will continue to be created it just amazes me
0: but that you know what's weird about that one though who who is you know if you go rent a car they walk you out to the car you walk around it hey are there any dings they ask you you're responsible to check you know who's going to be responsible for that because what if like the guy who's driving it to you like cuts a medium and bl- blows the whole whole bottom out
1: and then the guy returns it he's going to get blamed like, they're going to have to figure out the details, but hey, and you know, I don't care if I, hey, I would, i I try that out. i try that out. Of course, there's going to be issues. There's going to be kinks to work out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think that's a great opportunity because people are already getting cars delivered to their houses. They got the yep. car vending machines. You order yep. it, you pop in a the number, they deliver it right to your house. So mm-hmm. I, we got
2: a couple other
1: we're talking to. One here is called Wonder.
2: So they're sort of like, um, It's like a W2 part time, but it's like what I call sort of like they it's like a super fancy food delivery one where they run their own cloud kitchen and they pay decently well there. So it's like a
3: Winolo? Uh,
2: No, it's not like Winolo. It's called Wonder and it's in New York and New Jersey. But it's uh, the guy started like Jet.com and sold it to Walmart. I think he owns the like some NBA team,
1: but this is his new company.
2: And these these smaller
1: apps better watch out because they become too big or the actual Uber just going to buy them out. And absorb yeah. them into the app. Yeah, the guy owns the
2: uh, he owns the Timberwolves. <laughs> the guy owns the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is his new thing, and they're high drivers and paying well, so that sounds good. We've also been talking to a company called Fetch Package. Uh, mm-hmm. They're starting to expand in some cities, and it looks like they're starting to pay decently. We've been working with this company called Drop Off. So we're just trying to find, as I've always said, I love to hear you. Good other alternatives. I think Esteban, you had the question here. I put it in the chat, but it's called Ride Zoom yeah Uh, we're hoping to work with them but just go check it out you can apply right there but i'd say go go check it out uh deborah you had a good question here how do you transfer your info from para to another app you apply for right now it's only for the ones in para pass there you click and what happens is effectively the profile is like a key so we go to the platform we say hey deborah's good to go she's credentialed she this is her gig history she wants to sign up for your app deborah's great by the way you should let her skip your onboarding because She's awesome she's not just a random person signing up. And then basically what happens to you is you click the button. They're like, Hey, you're registered. You're good to go. Or usually for some platforms it's, Hey, do a phone call. You're good to go, or, you know, watch a video and you're good to go. But, uh, you know, we're hoping actually, I love this. What you say here, or is it only the ones you offer for now? My goal over time is that it shouldn't have to come through us. I would like it so that if you've ever seen like a sign up with Google or a sign up with Facebook. Mm -hmm. for a system and you've never had to do anything i would love you to be able to use your profile so sign up with their para profile
0: right basically uploading your own background check so you're not running a thousand of them it's done for a period of time you use that and it's they're taking para's word at it that you are checked and and you're checked and you're a good gig worker and they can just onboard you yeah so i think right
2: now through the app but the goal over time like it's your profile you should be able to take it places and you know apply and skip the line I, I, I
0: Yeah, so for those of you that didn't use or use Tip Transparency and haven't used the Para app in a long time, get on it cuz ParaWorks has offers or I mean, I know people this week alone who have taken their first orders. Um it's like more and more and more offers and they're the better catering ones. And then there's more to come, but if ParaPass is in your area or what it is, the app is really simple now. It's got four buttons at the bottom, one's ParaPass, one's ParaWorks. One is your drive button and still can connect
1: accounts and do all that kind of stuff. But and, and look, guys, if you're not on a catering app, I highly recommend you get on top of that as soon as possible. We are heading into the season where people finna really start spending that money. Businesses as well. Daytime, lunchtime, dinner time, some money to be made. So if you can apply for the well call to get in the large with program, download you some deliver, deliver that. Try parrot. Lots of catering orders on there. I've even seen them in my area as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, even some of the caterings that are on there are really just like two people's dinners.
2: Mm-hmm. But and they, they but well. they pay
0: amazing. So, um, uh, trader, uh, trader, what some final words of wisdom here before we get out of here? No tip, no trip. Period. First and foremost.
1: <laughs> Period. I am and we'll continue until I hand over the mantle I'm FDA okay <laughs> there can be no other but all jokes aside guys look let's stay safe out there when we dash and we saw the the pranks to do some not so smart stuff i don't recommend you get up in anybody personal space let's get out of here and make this money and um it's and when when it comes to making that money stay informed on what's happening around the country and around the world too but stay really focused on what's happening around the country and see how that could impact you and maximize no matter where you at.
0: Agreed. David, you got some last words here?
1: Mm, not that I wasn't already said. I think, you know, <laughs> get yourself on the other and so Check out para. Out. Out. So, so.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Check out para. If you haven't in a while, guys, I mean,
1: thanks for having me on guys.
0: Of course. Hey, thank you everybody for watching. Um, thank you everybody on traders uh, channel for watching. Um, we will be doing the lives now every Thursday. They won't be pre recorded anymore. David and I will be here and have different guests every week. Um, so join us back here next Thursday at 7 p.m. And uh, thank you, David. Thank you, Trader. Uh, be smart, everybody, um, or be safe, earn smart, and uh, we'll see you back here next week.
1: All righty, guys. Until next time.